Friday's Digest, Season 1, Episode 15. Today I would like to try and answer the question, can we be happy again? The last two podcasts were dedicated to my personal natural history and I discussed the waging war in my homeland, but this week I want to change things a little bit and as I record this, we're almost one month after hell broke loose on October 7th, 2023. And one month is usually the time that we witness two major changes, with the first being a change in the way how the world reacts to what's going on. And the second change is how we, in my homeland, behave in our day-to-day lives. Let's start describing the world's reaction to what is going on. So the world's reaction is mainly influenced by the media. And as days go by, international media is becoming less and less representative of what is truly going on. It is less representative of our true reality. I believe it primarily comes from news reporters who lack first-hand experience and not really understand the challenges that we face on a daily basis, but this is the way it is. It usually happens after a few weeks. And as for the second change that I mentioned, the change in how we go on in our day-to-day lives, after several weeks, you're just getting mentally exhausted. You understand that going back to normal will take time, and even then, things may never be the same the pain becomes something you learn to live with. But after a month, you start to smile again. But you don't smile all the time, okay? You smile only on certain occasions. You smile only with those who can truly understand you, those who, like you, are living through this horroring ordeal. They are our colleagues, our friends who suffered alongside us, they are actually the only ones who truly understand our grief and sorrow. They understand you're laughing not because everything is suddenly great, they understand that you're laughing because it makes you feel human again. And regarding that first laugh, you know that first laugh after a long period of time that you laughed for the first time? You suddenly feel that light and pleasant sensation in your chest, a sensation that you didn't have for a really, really long time. And then you realized your chest actually felt so heavy for so long. And when you left, you you just felt like it doesn't have to be this way. These two contradicting feelings, the heaviness in the chest and the light feeling in the chest, they both exist inside you. Now, the same contradiction between grief and happiness is also built into our collective in my homeland. Take our National Independence Day, for example. A day before our Independence Day is our Memorial Day, a day of national mourning. Now, you need to understand that Memorial Day is not a happy day. We don't go out to celebrate and we're not really enjoying ourselves that day. We go to work, we go to school, and we grieve. But then when the clock hits 8 p.m. at the day of Memorial Day, then Independence Day starts. 
And then it's time to celebrate. This coexistence of grief and joy is ingrained in us from a young age. It teaches us the importance of remembering and honoring those we've lost. Even as we celebrate the life and freedom we have, we always remember them. When I think back and remember my childhood during that Memorial Day turning into Independence Day, when the 8 p.m. strikes as the fireworks lit up the sky and the Independence Day celebrations began, my parents would always remind me, the families of the fallen, they don't celebrate, they grieve throughout the year. We go now and celebrate, but they're at home and just continuing their Memorial Day every single day. So here I am thinking about today's podcast. Initially, I planned a short preface followed by an article on leadership, something like the five things a great leader does. But as you can see, first, this preface is already too long. And after talking about all this, I don't really feel like talking about the traits of a great leader, you know. I would rather just see great leaders right now than write about it. So instead, I want to share something that I find really helpful, especially throughout the last week. And those are breathing exercises and mindfulness. I guess I'm not just ready to talk about more upbeat things and happy things. Maybe we'll just try again next week. But right now, I want to take a few minutes to talk about breathing and mindfulness and hopefully it will help you as it helped me and it's helping me on a daily basis. Breathing, mindfulness, meditation. So there are tons, tons of apps and videos out there and they are far more knowledgeable than I am. But let's be honest, okay? Who has the time to dive into all that? We don't have, we don't really feel like it, you know, downloading an app that will help us meditate or breathe. We just don't feel like it. And also we don't have time for it or we feel that we don't have time for it. I certainly don't. But I find that simple breathing exercises can work wonders in just taking away or alleviating those heavy feelings you have in your chest right now. And actually all you need is about two to five minutes. Two minutes should be enough, but if you can spare five minutes, that will be optimal and you want five minutes or two minutes of uninterrupted time okay time that you know no one is going to disturb you and you want a place you can sit down or stand up it's also okay but preferably sit down it goes like this you need to engage your body and your mind in the breathing the actual breathing now when you breathe deeply and slowly it activates your parasympathetic nervous system, your parasympathetic pathway. What does it mean? The parasympathetic pathway is responsible for being relaxed, as opposed to the sympathetic pathway, which is more involved in the flight or fight, in the adrenaline rush, in the high heart rate, in the high blood pressure. Okay, you don't want that. Now, 
when you breathe deeply, you cause your body to be engaged in the breathing and you cause your brain to understand that the parasympathetic, the relaxed pathway should work. And it works every single time. How do you do that? Simple. We'll do it together right now. First, I want you to close your eyes and start taking deep, slow breaths. We breathe in through your nose and you breathe out through your mouth. How much time? I like to follow the four seconds rule, meaning I inhale, I breathe in through the nose for four seconds. I hold it for a bit, like one second, two seconds, hold my breath, and then exhale, air out through the mouth. And I make that noise. Now, if you are in public, public transportation, in a meaning, I don't know, and you don't want to make that noise, you don't want people <laughs> to know that you are doing that mindfulness, breathing, whatever you call it, you can just breathe without making any noise. But if you're all alone, it's better to do it with that sound. So let's do that. Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Hold for two seconds. And exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale for four seconds. One, two, three, four. Hold it for two seconds. And now breathe out through the mouth. One, two, three, four. Now you can continue on your own. Breathe in. And breathe out. Now I'll be silent and we'll do that for one and a half more minutes on your own. Count and breathe. have 20 more seconds. Breathe in four seconds and breathe out four seconds. Last time. 
those were two minutes. Two minutes of breathing in and breathing out. That practice that we just did serves two purposes. First, it floods your body with oxygen and it instantly makes you feel better. It works every single time. That's oxygen. Second, it activates your parasympathetic nervous system. As we mentioned before, it's a signal to your brain that it's time to relax. If you dedicate between two to four minutes to that practice, you'll notice a difference every single time. It's not going to erase your sadness. It's not going to end your grief, but your body will just feel better. You won't have the heaviness or you will still have some heaviness, but it won't be as heavy as it was before. Now, if you want to take it one step further, when you inhale, you can imagine how you bring in light into your body. You close your eyes and you just imagine sun, the color white, whatever you want, while you inhale. And when you exhale, when you breathe out, I want you to imagine a dark smoke being pushed out of your mouth and nose. That dark smoke represents your burdens, your hardships, whatever is making your life difficult at that moment. Second tip, if during those breaths your mind wanders, you again start to think about all the things that make you anxious, all the things that make you sad, that's fine. But you want to reach a level that during those two to five minutes of breathing, your mind clears up. You don't have all these thoughts. So if it happens, that's fine. But then bring your focus back to the breathing. A nice trick is to count. If you count your breaths and if you count those four seconds, your mind will be focused on the counting and less on the thoughts. And as you do that breath work every single day or every other day or whenever you have time for that, your mind will get adjusted. Your mind will wander less you will be more focused. And if you like this breathing exercises or mindfulness or meditation, whatever you want to call it, there are so many tools out there, apps, videos, audios, much better than mine. But I wanted you to take the first step together with me and to see how better you feel while you do that. And I hope that simple tool will lighten up your day for a few minutes. And with that will end today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. See you next week.